Hi, I'm Divine Grace Pushka, and you're listening to Divine Talks. We all embark on this spiritual and healing journey at one point or another on our way to a grand transformation. And truthfully, although our journeys look different from one another, we're all learning similar lessons and hoping to arrive at similar destinations. As we go through life, we are continuously stepping onto this journey, continuously healing, evolving, and becoming better with each experience and with each quest. Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I can't believe that we have this week and then next week I will have the November monthly energy update for you all. I feel like that went really fast and I feel like there's a lot of you out there that feel the same way. In fact, I feel like this whole year went by really fast and I know Othello, the guides have been telling me that it will start to feel faster and faster and faster, like life in general, days, time. And I'm feeling that more than ever. Like I literally, I can't believe that it's going to be 2023 in like two months. So anyway, October went by really fast. There was a lot of spice and fire in October. And it's not like completely done yet. You know, we've got the eclipse season coming up. So anyway, that's just a little taste (laughs) for next week's monthly energy update for November. However, for this episode, since we're not there yet, let's talk about the moments that ignited me going deeper into my spirituality, into my journey, my healing journey, my self-awareness journey, all of that. And, you know, as I reflect back, there are certain instances and they're all very similar. Certain instances that kind of were the catalyst to like a deepening of my journey. So I've been consciously on this spiritual journey for for a while now right however I, I actually started seeing like spirit seeing sensing feeling having dreams and literally seeing with my physical eyes spirit since I was four when I moved here to the states I was born in the Philippines and so that move was actually very traumatizing for me Because while it was a huge culture shock, and that's when everything started happening for me. That's when I started really feeling, sensing, dreaming, and even seeing spirit as four years old. That's when I was like, ah, there's, there's this other mysterious world that is here that, that lingers around us, but I'm not sure everybody knows about it. Because of all of that, and because it was so mysterious, and yes, a bit scary, I became very curious. 
So I was really curious about all of this since literally since I was four. And I knew that not everyone was seeing it. I know some of my family members were seeing it. I mean, we would literally have parties at that house that I grew up in and we would have guests and, you know, family members see, you know, the ghost, the lady, you know, that haunted the place. And so I knew other people were sensing it, were feeling it, were seeing it, and maybe even dreaming about it. But it wasn't really talked about. And because of that, it became so mysterious for me. And anything mysterious to me was like, it like it grew my curiosity even more. I wanted to find the answer. I wanted to solve it. I'm the kind of person that loves mysteries. I love puzzles. I love figuring things out. I love all of that stuff, all that detective work, all of that investigative work, all of that, you know, research and like digging work. Let's get down to the answer. I want to know. I want to I want to find the information. And so because of of all of that, uh, that, you know, that helped me really dive into my my spirituality. I mean, it helped that my mom was also very religious. And so she would pray a lot and she'd go to church a lot. And um, she was also, I would say, very spiritual. So she wasn't just religious, but she was spiritual. And her family was spiritual discreetly. Like her dad was spiritual. My grandfather was spiritual. I mean, God, if anyone got sick, like if, if a child got sick, I would see my tatai, which is, I well, it's father in Tagalog, but I called him tatai, and he was my grandpa. And um, I would see tatai basically bring out um, a bowl of water, some rice, some cotton balls, um, this like old, like torn up prayer book of his. I think he had one of those, but he would like, he, I think there was like candle too, but like he would like, it was almost like, like spell work, incantations, but he would take the sick child and, um, with the bowl of water and like the rice and like the cotton ball and you know, the candle and he would communicate with spirit. Well, at that point I was like, who is he talking to? What is he talking to? Is he talking to the, you know, the things that I'm seeing here? I don't think he is. I think he's calling out to like other things, you know, other spirit. And so like my family was discreetly spiritual. So all of that helped. We were also very religious. My family was very strictly religious. We, you know, we grew up Catholic. And so, yes, they were very strict about that, but they were very discreetly spiritual. I would see my grandfather do these things. And later I found out later in life, like literally like this year, <laughs> um, I found out that, yeah, like my grandfather and, um, and his whole like family on that side, like knew how to communicate with spirit, which is great because like that, you know, there's that side of the family. And then on my mom's mom's side of the family, my mom had a great uncle on, or I have a great uncle, her uncle. She had an uncle on that side, her mom's side, who was a physical mediumship. Now this, I didn't find out till like last year. (laughs) 
I literally, I've been doing this for like over a decade and my mom like didn't care to tell me all of this. And in a way it was because she wanted me to kind of unfold on my own and kind of figure it out on my own. Um, not to test me, but to allow me to arrive like here naturally. I also remember that my dad's side, his uncle, my great uncle on my dad's side was also a faith healer in the Philippines. And so I had all of these figures these people in my family who were actually spiritual. But even that did not, it, those weren't the ones, those weren't the variables that ignited my own deepening of my own spiritual journey. If anything, like I said, I didn't know about a lot of those until like recently. And I've actually been doing this for like uh, as a career right? For a living for over 10 years. And my mom and my dad just happened to like, you know, now tell me all these details. So anyway, my point here is that yes, it wasn't actually the spiritual variables that were already present in my life surrounding me that ignited my, my own journey. My, the deepening of my own journey. A lot of it were my human experiences. Like, you know, going back now to what we were talking about earlier, I came here when I was four and that was a huge culture shock for me. It was actually kind of traumatic because, well, my dad and my mom weren't, um, they were together, but my dad didn't didn't travel here with us. He went somewhere else for like a good um, seven years before he joined us here. So seeing that was very traumatizing for me. Um, and just being here, it's such a different world than where I was coming from. I was coming from like the province, like the, like the deep country, <laughs> the country country um, in the Philippines. And so it was a huge culture shock, like like I've said, but every time that I was experiencing some sort of big challenge or trauma in my life, I went deeper into my faith and my spirituality. My faith is something that I've always, I believe that I've always have. And it, and, and maybe, you know, being religious, you know, growing up helped with that or contributed to that. But I think for me, again, it was my human experiences. It was being in such a dark place so many freaking times that, you know, when it's completely dark, you have no option sometimes than just to trust, than just to have faith. And so, so yes, I went deeper into my faith and my spirituality. Moving forward, like on the timeline, you know, fast forward a few other things that happened, but we'll go to high school. In high school, I was really depressed and lost and confused. A lot of the spiritual stuff, you know, was amplifying in my world. I was feeling it more and I was seeing the contrast between spirituality and religion I remember at 14, I asked my CCD teacher if, um, 
if I could learn more about becoming a nun. And I remember my CCD teacher telling me to really reflect on that and actually advised me not to become a nun because she said that the good that I actually wanted to share with the world and with others being a nun would actually be limited by being a nun. (laughs) So that was like, so that was a total shock to me. And that actually is, you know, the catalyst to my, you know, to me leaving the church, to me going, oh my gosh, this doesn't resonate with me. And I see, I see how it may actually be wrong or just not in alignment with, I think, with what I think is higher truth and what I'm actually experiencing and, and feeling. And so I took my faith and started to explore outside of that box and realized that with everything I was learning, my faith got even stronger. I felt closer to spirit more than ever. And it was around this time that I actually blacked out and channeled for the first time. I was 16. And I didn't know what channeling was. I didn't know what happened either. Um, but I remembered that when I went home afterwards and, um, you know, closed my door because I didn't want my parents to hear me because, you know, my parents were still religious, right? And I practiced, not practiced, but I channeled again, you know, several more times after that first time. I just remember feeling that energy being so powerful and so strong. I, I would end up like sweating and crying and just like out of breath afterwards. And I just remember, I know this feels good. I know this is good energy and I can sense, you know, my guides here with me, but I feel like this maybe might be too strong for me now. I, I feel like I'm still a child, you know, messing with this thing. Not, I shouldn't say messing, but, you know, using this powerful tool that I'm maybe I'm not yet fully ready for. But it was that first time that I had channeled. I was 16. I had blacked out and channeled. But it made sense because again, I went within. I went into my cave a lot in high school. I was really depressed and lost. And unfortunately, I didn't see, I didn't feel seen or safe to be seen. I didn't feel understood, nor did I feel supported. And so it made sense why, you know, this, this major thing happened in my life around that time. And so moving forward on the timeline, as I got older, my depression in home and family life became worse. I ended up dropping out of college and that, that year, that experience was a hard rock bottom for me. I was in a toxic, abusive and controlling relationship. Soon after, my parents and my my family, we were foreclosed on. And then a few months later, we were evicted out of, you know, a new apartment. So it was just like, it was really bad. It was like dark times. And, um, and that was sort of like a wake up call for me, like a mini wake up call that jolted me out of my body. And, uh, you know, I ended my unhealthy relationship and found myself in another relationship that was better, but still not that great. 
Um, but I remember at this point, I, I wanted to become better. I was like awake and aware. And I was like, I need to become better. I, you know, I mean, at this point, I was already, you know, seeing like, I met healers, I've, I had, um, I've been introduced to, you know, to elders and like healers and, you know, psychics. And so like, all of that was starting to go already. But like, all of the other stuff was still trailing behind. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out why. It's like, here I was, I was, felt like I was getting close to like spiritual stuff because I was, you know, meeting healers and psychics and, you know, really, you know, learning that work and, you know, being told and taught, you know, the, the ways, being told about my abilities and taught the ways, yada, 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 yada. But the rest of my life was still like, eh, like it was still not together. And so, yes, this was when I, I knew I had to do more because it was so uncomfortable. I wanted to do better. I wanted to become better. This was around the time that I was so motivated to become better and to do better. Around this time, I manifested purchasing a home at 21 years old. And at that point, I started to also get really serious with work and start to like, you know, move up and start to learn about, you know, what can I do to, you know, climb up the ladder, the corporate ladder. And during that time, after all of that was starting to happen, although I was already, you know, like I said, deepening my spiritual path, learning from elders and teachers and meeting some pretty magical people, I still needed to fully go within. I think manifesting that home was like the first time I was like, oh, I'm, I could do something. I could achieve something that is seemingly impossible, but I just made it possible. Like me, like little me, like literally little me. I was, I'm like four nine guys. <laughs> so like me, little me, I can do that. Wow. Like I have nothing. I thought I was nothing or whatever, right? Like I felt so small and I was like, I did that. So it was like my first like, okay, I guess I could do this. I guess like all of this magic is real. And so I wanted to go fully within some more. I wanted to become better even more. And so I did. I found myself reading a ton of self-help books, lots of Wayne Dyer books, and started to work on myself, like do the actual work. But I still wasn't fully creating permanent change. I was learning, you know, ideas and theories, you know, setting intention and being more present, maybe even speaking my truth more, you know, all of those ideals, right? But it still wasn't creating permanent change, you know. I watched The Secret like everybody else, learned about the law of attraction like everybody else. You know, I'd work on like, you know, my frequencies, right, my vibration. And I'd like, I'd do like a vision board and all that stuff. But it still wasn't clicking. And at this point, you know, I was getting, you know, 
readings from people that I didn't even ask for readings for her from. Um, I was meeting like mysterious, cool, magical people that would tell me things about me that I didn't ask for. Um, but I started to think like, I-, I need to make some changes here because there's actually more that I need to do and that I want to do, but it's not working this, this career, this nine to five job. Um, it's actually using like what I'm passionate about already and, you know, my actual natural abilities already. But even when I was tapping into those things, again, it's still, the changes were still not consistent. And so this, by this time I got pregnant and that was the best thing that happened Because of that, I thought, okay, these things that I'm doing, they need to be more consistent. These things that I'm doing, I need to have more focus, more discipline. If I want these changes to be permanent, if I want to actually better myself and my reality, my life, This led to a deep dive into who I am. So even after the self-help books, even after the secret, all the Wayne Wayne Dyer books, all of, you know, even the other readers and, you know, healers and cool, mysterious, magical people and elders that I was meeting, even after those, it was like, here it was. I needed to know myself. I needed to really learn myself. I really needed to do this work consistently. So I learned about who I was, where I was coming from, and then I started figuring out where I wanted to go and what I needed to do to get there. See, before it was kind of just like improvised, right? (laughs) I had no plan. I had no strategy. It was just like kind of thrown in the air. And although I said, yeah, faith, I didn't really at times... And because of certain limiting beliefs of mine, I was always like held back. I held, it was me who held myself back. And so I really wanted to figure this out. And so I did. I worked with my guides a lot closer than I had ever prior to that moment. Even though they had helped me, you know, with certain big life experiences, like big things, um, It was this moment where I started working with them more consistently. Like they weren't just giving me information, you know, for survival, (laughs) for, you know, for the point of survival. (laughs) It was like, how do we make your life? How do we help you? I should say, make your life, you know, more enjoyable on a regular basis. So this is where I started working with my guides a lot closer than I have ever before. My life started to shift. I started working with my guides and working with my intuition and following through with it more consistently. I started to learn myself and I started to realize what things in my past still kept me back. And then I worked on those things. 
I found myself ending toxic relationships, creating better and healthier environments for myself and my son. I also started to explore outside of my comfort zone even more, so much more than I could have possibly like imagined before. And I just became better and better while I got closer and closer to my guides. And again, my faith. My intuition grew stronger. My abilities grew. My channeling came back full blown. I should say it wasn't really gone. I just suppressed it. I, I kind of avoided it because I thought it was kind of weird. But it, oh my God, it's such a blessing. <laughs> um, not just for me, but like for people that like I share it with. I, I recognize that now. But it was kind of embarrassing before, I'll be honest, because I didn't know what it was. I didn't understand it the way that it needed to be understood. So around this time, so much of my hurt, my pain, my wounds started to heal in a much greater way in a more permanent way. Like I started to feel more hopeful and inspired and motivated and empowered. And I was doing, you know, I was starting to do like things that, you know, that I probably would have never imagined myself doing before. This is, this is what I call spiritual maturity. And because of this, I started to feel what I call spiritual fulfillment. I now had that inner peace and that deep healing, or I should say that deep understanding and healing of hurt from, you know, my human experiences growing up, which in hindsight, a lot of those human experiences that hurt me growing up, they were like the catalyst for me going inwards even more, for me learning, pushing me more and more into the dark so that I could recognize my light. Because of all of that, I, you know, I felt so spiritually fulfilled doing the actual work and being consistent about it committed to it, being open to it, following through with it. At that point in my life, I had so much peace. I had so much joy. I had so much security. And it was all something no one on the outside could touch. It was something all inwards. I felt spiritually fulfilled. And don't get me wrong, and I've mentioned this before, just because we get to that point doesn't mean we have bad days. Just because we have joy doesn't mean that there are days where we're not happy. There's a difference. Does, doesn't mean that because we have inner peace doesn't mean that there's, you know, chaos or noise that comes in every now and then. But it's what are you going to do about it now when it does? How are you going to respond to it when it does? You now have the tools and the resources to choose as well. The power to choose as well. So what are you going to do about it? Now that you know what you know, what are you going to do about it? So what ignited a lot of the deepening of my spiritual journey? 
like I said, all those human experiences that traumatized me, that hurt me. All the moments I found myself on rock bottom, crying, asking for mercy, crying in fetal position. I allowed all of those times to help me heal deeper and become better, wiser, more psychic, a better healer. And most importantly, a better and kinder person. A lot of people think when we embark on this spiritual journey, oh, we can like, you know, tap into these, you know, cool, magical things and, you know, find that magical wand and go abracadabra, boom. I've manifested the best life ever. Yay. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. So much of this journey is so ugly. Or it feels ugly, I should say. But, you know, you zoom out and it's so freaking beautiful. How do you deepen your journey? Allow yourself to go into the shadows. When you get triggered, when things get activated within you, allow yourself to follow those breadcrumbs. Allow yourself to learn and understand those things. I promise you that when you do, you advance so much more on this path. Not only do you become more intuitive, okay? Yeah, you'll get more intuitive hits. But you become wiser. You become more grounded. You get to just naturally know how to use your abilities for good to benefit not just you, but the people around you, your environment. You get to learn how to wield your power. You have to find your power, which is inside of you. And it's buried, you know, in the dark there somewhere. You got to go in and find it. You got to dig it up. But most importantly, this spiritual journey is about us becoming better. Becoming better and kinder. An emphasis on kinder, kinder people. Because when we go through this journey, the reason why we become kinder is because we've faced our pain. We've faced our fears. And we've hurt and sat in those devastating emotions. And so then that allows us to have empathy on those around us who may be going through the same thing. We realize that when someone is angry, that maybe they're actually really hurt. And so how can we respond to them better so that they can actually get the help they need? That's kind. That is totally kind. So that is the answer to that question. What ignited the deepening of my spiritual journey? I used all of those moments as a way, as an opportunity to heal, to understand myself, to understand my abilities, to gain wisdom from, and to become a better and kinder person. And honestly, you know, I, I have my son and I think of it as if anything else, this is my legacy, the legacy that I leave. How? By being an example for him. By doing this work consistently for him and I see how that's already 
you know, impacting his life positively. And so with that, I'm, I'm so grateful. And that just means that I got to keep myself cannibal and I got to keep going. I got to keep doing better. I got to keep becoming better. I got to keep learning. And I know I'm enough, but I also know there's more room to grow and I'm going to take that opportunity. And so I hope that you do too. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I feel like it was a little more touchy-feely for me <laughs> because I got to share some of the things that happened in my life. And sometimes, you know, we get kind of vulnerable when that happens, but it was cool. Thank you for listening. Um, before we go, announcements. I would like to start a portion of these episodes where I, I answer your questions. So the portion is ask divine, right? <laughs> so ask me your questions. Ask me anything. Breakups, relationships, career, spiritual stuff, the woo stuff, whatever it is, right? Ask me whatever. But I would love to hear from you. And you can email me your questions at divinegrace at divinegracetoday.com. Next week, we will have our episode, um, like I mentioned in the beginning, about November's energy update. I can't believe it's November. <laughs> but there it is. And so, um, so I hope that you all are ready for that. And... Um, and next week, I will actually be starting my masterclass. First class starts on Thursday, the 27th. I'm so, 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 so excited for this because I love teaching this class because really it creates the foundation that, you know, that helps you build and grow from like on your journey. Um, I love the transformations um, that take place Um and I just, I love how, you know, how when people get like the ahas and then like they start implementing and then like things start happening and it becomes really cool to see. So I love that. I love it when people learn. Ah, so cool. <laughs> but so that is happening next Thursday. So registration, so that means that registration, you guys are listening to this on Thursday, October 20th. So that means that registration opened yesterday, October 19th. And the good thing is that I have early bird registration happening the first 48 hours. So if you're listening to this, you still have time for the early bird registration. Save $108 off and enjoy a, a monthly payment plan with that too if you decide to do that. Other than that, you know, um, the price does go up to its regular price, $777, um, starting Friday, October 21st, all the way until the 26th, midnight of the 26th. So you can sign up all the way until midnight, the 26th. Um, if you have a friend or someone you want to take the course with, that's really awesome because I have a bring a friend promo, meaning 
you and a friend get to attend the class and you pay one price for the two of you. So it's kind of like a BOGO deal. I feel like it's more like, I want to call it bath, right? Bring a friend. (laughs) Bath. Um, But bring a friend or someone that is interested in taking this class with you because honestly, what, what fun would it be? More fun would it be to go on this journey than with a friend who's also serious about their growth, their healing, right? So if you have any questions, let me know. Um, Yes, there's monthly payment plans available as well. Um, If you are interested, you can go ahead and get to my website to sign up to register for the masterclass, www www.defyinggracetoday.com and then you would just click on masterclass and then all the details are there for you but if you have any questions please 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 feel free to message me and let me know other than that thank you so much for listening and i i'm so grateful that you are all here every week Thank you so much. If you know anyone else that would benefit from these conversations, let me know or let them, I mean, don't let me know. Let them, you can let me know if you want, but let them know, share the podcast with them, share the episodes that you think that they would benefit from. And so, and as always, if you're on Instagram, my handle is at divine grace today, you know, share on your story that you're listening to my episodes or my podcasts. I would love, love that feedback. And, you know, I'll share it on my story as well. Other than that, thank you so much. And hope, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you all next week. Take care. Bye. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, trance medium, and channel. And I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, divinegracetoday.com, for more information. See you all next episode.